Why is recorded in front of a live studio audience. And then something else I wanted to read you that we can use for... I love that this is story time. Why? I know. So something else I wanted to show you. Um, I have not figured out yet the what the standing bid is on Don Rickles' copy of the Kama Sutra, but well, oh, um, we I'm looking to forward check. to that. Uh, but there's a quote that, again, I think if we're, if we're going to... Let's look forward. Let's be positive. Let's mm-hmm. assume... Um, much like a long December this year will be better than the last. Yes. And there's a quote that I wish I could say I found it while perusing my uh, luminous volumes throughout the house. Mm-hmm. I found it on Instagram. It's fine. Uh, but it's from Don Quixote. So, oh, well, there okay. you go. I mean, if it's Cervantes, you're fine then. Right. Uh, and it says, uh, when life itself seems lunatic, who knows where madness lies? Perhaps to be too practical is madness. To surrender to dreams, this may be madness. Too much sanity may be madness. And maddest of all, to see life as it is and not as it should be. This is Why, with your hosts, Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. Are they actively buffing your nails right now? No. Okay, that's just what I hear. So, well, because um, that's where I am. I know, <laughs> like, all around you. So the uh, Don Rickles, uh, eight Jackie Collins books that are up for auction. There's the Saint Angelos. Oh, Jackies. Yeah, uh, Hollywood Joan. divorces. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Real okay. uh, Hollywood wives, Hollywood kids, lovers and gamblers, Hollywood husbands, and past and perfect. So that's available Ooh. right now. That's going for fifty. A charcoal portrait of Don Rickles right now is at 50. Oh. Here's pictures I mean, of him with his dog. I would I would put that up. Yeah. Oh, his Disney Toy Story 2 cast and crew tiki mug is already up to Aww. 800. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a hot. Of- yeah. And I should we're note for gonna. people listening, we originally got into this because we saw they were auctioning off Don's, Don Rickles' copy of the Kama Sutra which is already out of our price range, unfortunately. I know, unless we have a, you know, a, a sponsor who'd like to get it for us. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his leather, oh. it's all about me sign is still at 150 bucks. We could get that, oh. I think. We'd fight over whose office it would go in. Well, I feel like that one just has you written all over it. It does. No it offense. It totally does. No, no, I, I happily will take that. Yeah. So... It's it's uh, framed comic strips. Don Rickles' group of Jewish items. That's a weird way to. Yeah, it's like, like a shofa and a couple stuffed lambs with uh, yarmulkes. Okay, right. that's yeah. that's cool. Wait I a mean... second. Here. Okay, here's the one that boggles my mind okay so going through this list of things that don rickles estate is auctioning off his copy of the einstein um a book on einstein's it's it's einstein's 1912 manuscript on the special theory of relativity relativity um right now going for 500 bucks his star of david paperweight 500 or 50 bucks here's the one right now it's at three three hundred and fifty dollars but explain this to me 
Are you ready for this? A 2007, 2007 Fender Telecaster owned by, owned by Joe Strummer. Okay, yes, we need that. That's amazing. And I love that it was in their house. That was in Don Rickles' house. Yes. So, um, yeah, so for all the listeners, if they're looking for anything for us, oh, here's this question. For Valentine's Presidential Day? books. Yeah, philosophy and faith books. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of those. That's really cool. He's a multifaceted and, man. Yeah, his driving moccasins. I'm just so fascinated. Are you guys doing much right now with the pandemic? Um, it's a little slow, as you might imagine. We're not exactly a COVID-friendly activity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice way to put it. <laughs> we have had a show since the beginning of the pandemic. We took 2020 completely off. Last year, we did sort of a comeback show in Milwaukee, which was our first one um, out of state. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was sort of a smaller kind of, um, you know, probe kind of show. Right. Um, but it, it went well and it kind of invigorated some of us. We got a couple of recruits from the Milwaukee area and now we're excited to move forward when it seems sensible to do so. One of the things that I love looking at the website is that not only are you, uh, let's say, celebrating the art of mud wrestling, <laughs> but it's also for, for a good cause. Which came first, the mud wrestling or the charity? Um, it's really a chicken or egg scenario. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that the mud wrestling maybe was the idea. And then when there was, like, we were more surprised than anyone else when there was a profit and we decided that a women's-based charity was the perfect place for the profit to go to. Um, the, the mud wrestling was just sort of one of those spur of the moment conversations like, hey, you know what we should do? Ha ha, this will be funny. And then it was um, the very first one was somebody's birthday party, just sort of as a joke. And it went over so well that we decided to keep doing it. And that it was the second show and we decided, okay, well, now that there's a door charge, let's decide what's going to happen with this money. And at the time we were giving to the Young Women's Empowerment Project which was, um, they're no longer around, but they were an organization that helped women get out of sex work that wanted to, while not being judgmental or overly, you know, preachy or religious specifically. Right. But women that, they, they were not shameful of sex workers, but trying to help sex workers that were in peril. And it's also interesting too, because I think, when one first thinks of mud wrestling, as one often does, uh, it has such a sexist and no pun intended kind of dirty side to it. And that right. you're going, well, no, we're, we're going to take that back. We're going to reclaim that. And on top of that, we're going to give this to, you know, women focused charities and people who, who need help. It's sort of like a, we're going to take the negative thing and, and make something great out of it. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of a sarcastic tongue in cheek feel about that 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 I've always loved. Uh, I oh, think completely. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna. So when there's a creep in the audience that came hoping to see Foxy boxing, we've taken your money and we're giving it to them. <laughs> 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 that's 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. So I did you have any experience either participating or watching this sport before starting it up? And how does one, where do you get the mud? How do you make the mud? I mean, just <laughs> base questions. Um, the mud is our own recipe. We make our own mud for every show. That That's a lot of work. Um, you know, you, you can't really go outside and just scoop random dirt. You don't know where it's been. So we uh, we we concoct mud out of uh, a mixture of two different colors of uh, pottery clay, and we use um, veterinary lubricant that they use to birth horses on farms because that stops the powdered glass from cutting your eyes. So I important. wish I wish I was there for that meeting when that <laughs> came up. Uh, it was a hard fought process. There were a lot of um, <laughs> scraped up eyeballs at the beginning. And, and so you said it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. Was it sort of like, how much time did you have to sort all this out before you were like, oh dear, we have people expecting to see something. And did you have a mud <laughs> recipe at that point? No, um, the, the very first show, the, the original founder of this, the person who I would say is probably the, like the origin of mud queens. Um, she went to a fundraiser and um, she saw it was a theater fundraiser in Chicago and they had, you know, circus performers, burlesque acts, different things. And there was a jello wrestling element. And Please, it's old hat. <laughs> right. Well, she and one of our other founding members saw this jello wrestling and said to themselves, like, we could have done this way better. And at the time, you know, we were in our early 20s. We had a lot of friends. We, every weekend we were standing in some bar watching a friend's band. And it was just sort of becoming old hat to see just a band over and over and over again. And so after seeing this fundraiser, it sort of just became a, we could do something really cool with this if we made a mud wrestling show. When's the last time you heard of mud wrestling? Right. And it snowballed from there. Then it became a birthday party event and then when that went over well then we just started gathering a bunch of people and it just started becoming a, a force we started out in loading docks and the, the police were called on many of our original shows sure. warehouses um and then we became a little more legit and now we perform in actual licensed venues oh, it's always nice how big is the organization of mud queens it's very nebulous. Um, there is definitely a core group of us that kind of put on shows. Um, every show that we've ever done has had a newcomer, at least one. And every show that we've ever done has had someone that's done it a ton of times. So it, it's just sort of a moving target there. Are, you know, some people move away, some people move on, some people just show up on the day of show and say, I want to wrestle. You know, that there's, it's just a total moving target of who we are. And, and so as one who has not had the pleasure of witnessing this in person, what does a match consist of? Because you do have referees. There's some, it's not complete lawlessness. Like it's not, you know, no, come on, come on. We got rules here. So our show starts out with opening bands. We usually have local bands open for us. Um, 
And then we do a whole pouring of the mud ceremony and our house band takes the stage and our referees and our, our card girls and our stagehands. And then we do usually between eight and 10 matches per show. Wow. Um, they, the rules are we do three one minute rounds. Um, upon the whistle, um, the two wrestlers engage. Um, they have to remain on their knees and within bounds. Um, a pin will end the round before a minute. If there is no pin, we go for the full minute. Um, it's sort of a best out of three. And if there is no clear winner at the end of three, sometimes we'll do extra matches. Sometimes we'll go by audience applause. It just sort of depends on the feel of it. You know, each match is a little different. And looking at your, I guess we could say card of wrestlers. Um, one, they have some amazing names <laughs> that I love. I can't decide which one's my favorite. I really like Made in Hell. Um, oh, maybe hell, yeah, that's a great one. Say, uh, Sailor Doom is pretty uh -huh. good, uh -huh. and then of course, uh, Smother Teresa because she covers all the bases. Of course, of course. Um, <laughs> is there one who sort of has a uh, I don't say leg up, um, but sort of who who is the who is a fan favorite? Are there sort of heels, as in with normal wrestling, or is it just everyone's out for their themselves? A little bit, a little bit of both. Um, we definitely do have some crowd favorites that always get cheers. Um, Andy Kaufman's cancer is always mm. a crowd favorite because <laughs> she's such a bombastic personality. You know, like she just comes out in the tape and she rules the world when she comes out. Um, and then we we definitely do have um, every girl is sort of out for her own character that. That there's no predetermining of matches there you know mm -hmm. you couldn't if you tried really <laughs> so everyone's just sort of sometimes you know if, if wrestlers are paired together they'll come up with something like we're going to come out and do this thing before we wrestle but it, it's really an individualistic pursuit <laughs> i would yeah. say uh, i also i do not want to slight wendy owl williams which is also brilliant uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not uh, take sides against her. How long has this been going on for? Um, our very first show, the birthday party show, was in 2003. And our first, you know, show show was in 2004. So it's been going on for a long time. And are you seeing it growing in popularity? Or do you have a, a, a good following? Yeah, that you know, I'm... I don't think that any of us that were around at the beginning thought it would be going on this long. Um, but mm -hmm. we just keep getting new, new crops of wrestlers who are excited. And that just excites us all over again. And it just it keeps, keeps rolling forward. So what inspires guess... someone to become a wrestler? <laughs> um, you know, like it, this was one of those that the original, shows were just sort of let's do something silly and then <laughs> now that it's such a force we have people coming from all walks of life sort of saying you know i saw this it looks super cool i want to do something like this or how can i create a character and be part of this that they're everyone comes with a whole different reason why they want to join i think it looks amazing i think it would be so much fun <laughs> what's the first step for someone 
to try to do it? Do you have to come with your character ready? Do you have to have experience in any sort of physical you, activity? <laughs> you Does don't. Calamity Pain just walk through the door? <laughs> yeah, we do have oh, okay. like many of our many of our members will just email us and say, "Hey, what do I need to do to join?" And the answer is, "I don't know. Come to the next show and see if you like it." <laughs> you know. Um, we have people, and th this is like one of the things that I sort of prize the most about Mud Queens is that we are a group of people from all walks of life. We have women who are personal trainers. One of Brownie Bruiser runs her own fitness company. You know, she is a very competitive wrestler. You need to, we have girls who do jujitsu. We have girls that do, one of our, one of our women is a professional stunt woman. So we have some very, you know, I, I myself was a roller derby skater when I started mud wrestling. So, you know, we, we just kind of, and then some of us are just, you know, hey, you know, I, I just kind of want to do this or I have had no physical experience. I'm a clutch, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> there's just all kinds of, some, some people come into the mud just wanting to be a show and, you know, yeah. not wanting to go full board. It, it just sort of, everybody comes with a different attitude towards it and they're all welcome. So what is, I should have asked this earlier, what's your title within the Mug Queen organization? What is your role? Obviously you're involved on the production side of the thing. You said you also wrestle as well. I do. Um, we, all of us running the show are also wrestlers. Um, we kind of just bring our strengths to it. Um, mm -hmm. As I said, there's sort of like a nebulous group of us. There's always a group of us putting on any particular show. Some of us have been doing it from the start and some of us are newer to it. Um, but my, my actual profession in real life is I'm a production manager of a venue. I'm an audio engineer. I'm kind of a production worker in real life. So that's my strength that I bring to this. So I do a lot of the booking and logistics with venues. We have girls who do marketing as a job. So they're, you know, people handling social media and that kind of stuff. Um, our physical trainer would run practices, you know, it, it's, we all just sort of bring what we can to, to the group to strengthen the, the show. And to make sure we don't slight you, what is your wrestling name? And please tell me I name checked it already. <laughs> I am El Baño. Oh, pretty good. I, uh, pretty good. I, I come out with a toilet seat around my head with a cape hanging <laughs> off of it. And I made myself a, a bra with luchador masks. That is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. Do you get to use the... Uh, toilet as part of the the <laughs> part of the the show do you, is it get to be a weapon <laughs> <laughs> i suppose i could i guess i have a couple of times but usually we um like our major costume pieces get removed before we get in the mud it's really sort of a streamlined uh you know it, having a toilet seat around your neck turns out to be more of a hindrance than a help i guess when it you're makes sense <laughs> oh, yeah okay weighs you down get yeah. mud in the in between the seat and the <laughs> yeah <lid. laughs> so what how is it is the sport growing is the interest in mug queens growing uh 
where do you guys go from here? You said you just got you just did a show in Milwaukee, so it's it's growing within the region, correct? Right. That that is the first time that we left Chicago um, to do a show, so it that's kind of exciting. Um, we got some new recruits from that. Um, we have not actively recruited in the last couple of years. You know, COVID, and you know, we were sort of laying low to see what the future would bring. Um, but that Milwaukee show, I think, really did invigorate us, and we are now thinking that we're going to sort of regroup and make, um, hopefully, um, COVID willing, we uh, we have a 2022 summer come. We naturally tend to only wrestle in the warmer months. There's a lot of uh, hosing off outside. We fill <laughs> in the trough with water, and that's how we clean up at, after a match um that has to happen outside so winter's not a great time no how amazing is your skin after being in the mud <laughs> it actually is a lot softer so that, right <laughs> that's an added perk this is the yeah. best sport ever the sport is completely <laughs> up my alley <laughs> awesome <laughs> i love that come wrestle with us in the summer. I know you, you, I might I'm in Detroit I'm not too far <laughs> yeah. for more information and to stay up to date on all of the Mud Queens activities check out their website which is mudqueens.com you can also follow them on Twitter where they are at Chicago Mud Queen or on Facebook where they're at facebook.com slash mudqueenchicago you can check us out on all the various socials be sure to visit our website and don't forget to leave us a review. Today's show is produced by myself and Heidi Hegquist. Our reluctant producers are John Sauvé and Sandy Stone. Our willing producers are Rachel Allen and Randy Jeanette. Our intern is Zach Jackson. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home. Nigel, is that you? Are you here, Nigel?